0: Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson along with Holly Roberts for Outworld 1. Is it me or is this week going real slow? You know... Uh, you won't even hear Monday, Donna. I know. I know. That's what's so weird about it. I feel
2: like it's going pretty pretty steady here, actually. Okay. Yeah, feeling like it's Thursday. Yep. Feels, All right. All right. So feels kind me. of aggressive. You know, listen... No. It's the topic that you could always talk about because it's one of the truest truths of all truths, which is just how fast time goes. I'm hearing my kids say it now. They're getting to the age, my ten year old boy has said it a couple times in the last couple weeks where he's like, Wow, that was two years ago? You know that it's just it's just
0: yeah, buzzing
2: by. It's buzzing by.
0: Better get to living, right?
2: Get busy living or get busy dying. What movie, Donna?
0: Uh, th- something with the rock, maybe.
2: Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you half a credit only because I think that you might be thinking of the Rock, Alcatraz, prison movie, Shawshank Redemption.
1: Exactly what I was thinking. Oh, I thought it was Kindergarten Cop.
2: Mm. <laughs> Boy, I remember really watching that movie a lot as a child. That was a where lot? I first watched Arnold Schwarzenegger. We had it on tape, and we had, uh, and then I would just watch it all the time. And there was a. There was a line where this one little kindergartner is like, "Girls have vaginas and boys have yeah. penises," and I couldn't believe it. I boys was like, have "Oh my a gosh,
1: penis and girls <laughs> have
0: a vagina." I thought it was kid? my yeah. dad looks at vaginas all day. Uh huh. Because he
1: was a gynecologist. Yeah, it was a running joke.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he was here. Is it that one? Is that where we got? It's not. It's not <laughs> the Duma. Yes, and we yes. also yes.
1: got the classic line, "Dominic, get the ferret." <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, anybody else feel like we need to go back and watch kindergarten Netflix
1: right now is it really oh, yes because they're ramping up all their arnold schwarzenegger content
2: yes with the uh the uh, Fubar, his new series is coming out soon and as holly has already prognosticated we're never going to get any new movies or tv shows again from right. hollywood so we may as well start watching kindergarten cop again holly you said something at the end of the dirt when we were talking about sag after they'll make a decision in june whether or not They will plan to strike. Of course, we are now about three weeks into close to the writer's strike, which you've heard nothing from either side saying, well, a positive round of negotiations last night. You've heard Jack squat. Maybe there's some stuff behind the scenes. But you said the future of Hollywood could be in jeopardy as a creative entity as we know it. Unpack your thoughts a little bit more.
1: Well, there are too many thoughts to unpack in this little nugget of a segment. But essentially... The business practices that Hollywood finds themselves uh, dabbling in, participating in is really hurting the creative bottom line in Hollywood. And people are suffering, and it's hollowing out. And quite frankly, uh, you know you can make the argument that these corporations who now own creative entities, they don't really care. You know, sure. they don't really care. I mean, it is so comp, it goes back. There's just so much to it. The way that policy and legislation dating back to the 1940s, the 1970s, you know, there are laws that were created that allowed for mm, creative abundance that we experienced in previous decades. Those laws are no longer in place. It's a long story, but right now the creativity is essentially being squeezed out of Hollywood, and these companies that are making content—you could make the argument that they don't particularly care.
2: Now you could make the argument as well that you could squeeze uh, creativity out of "quote unquote" Hollywood. However, creativity will always live. So I wonder if—well, if we we want, uh,
1: yeah, if we want, if we want to have a creative industry, Hollywood. But maybe it's not Hollywood.
2: Maybe maybe could could writers like if we had to look in a crystal ball and let's say 10 years down the road. Is there a possibility that movies are being made sitcoms are being made through independent, non studio funding and then maybe just put out on their own? For instance, you could even you could get around. Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus if you just said hey are you financing it great so the name of the website is the name of the movie and this is where the movie lives hmm. and then you tell the consumer hey it's 5 bucks for you to watch our movie
1: well people already do that and, and does it not go well well i mean uh, are you we talking about marketing yeah are, we, need, yeah. yeah are we talking about that stuff we're not we're not so the you know i think that this is you know this strike is a bigger conversation about who controls our media systems in the United States that's where I'm going with and again I don't have we don't have the time to talk about it but it is a very complicated thing and it's not just the writers are on strike just because of their you know for whatever reasons I mean there's a larger conversation that's happening here I think in the way that Hollywood operates okay you can read my paper later (laughs) read my my thesis later okay yeah everybody better learn
2: how to paint that's all we're going to have for our creative artistic expression.
0: This was probably a long time coming.
1: Is well, what you're saying. What a yes. I mean, because there. All right. So, one moment. We'll go back into some of the things. So, in the late 1940s, there was the Paramount Decree. That was legislated. That is where. The gu- there was a law that said vertical integration can't happen in the movie studios because the studios also operated the distribution platform. Paramount used to own its own movie theaters. They'd show their movies there. Right. They were like, right. no, okay, we need more competition here. We're going to break this up. Back in the early 70s, there was something called Finson that was passed, which said, "Well, okay, the network, you can't own air the shows that you own, so we got to break this up so independent producers can come in and sell you their product. We're gonna essentially. That's what happens. So we get all these independent producers. Steve, like you're saying, they can talk to the st- to the networks. They can get their stuff distributed. Well, both those have gone away. Finson went away in the '90s. Vertical integration slowly kind of tapered out in the past couple of years. Hmm. So they're just. That's just two examples. You can go and read books about it. But, well, and then when yeah. you
2: so if you then pile on top of that, and we're about out of time. But when you pile on top on top of that. The advent of artificial intelligence, which is causing a problem for writers, and the studios see it as an advantage for them. Uh, you do that. You work in streaming, and the, the the murkiness of what the royalty pay structure used to be in terms of reruns and stuff like that. It seems like you look at Holly's old Hollywood context, sort of historical context, and then what is really happened or certainly advanced quite a bit just in the last couple of years or in the case of artificial intelligence in the last couple of months it really adds a layer to this yeah
1: and ai is one aspect of it but before we leave for example netflix one netflix they integrate their production and distribution when you make a show for netflix More often than not, the deal is Netflix is going to pay you a bunch of money up front, but Netflix owns all this content in perpetuity. You're not getting those residuals that you used to get if you wrote a sitcom for, say, you know, that was produced by Warner Brothers and aired on NBC. Mm, You're not getting that. Netflix has all of this. Plus, These streaming services are not sharing their data. They're not, they're keeping everything close to the vest in a way that now the market can't negotiate prices, fees, other things. It's all very shadowy. Mm. So the whole market is struggling. Like, how can we sell TV shows? How can we buy TV shows? How can we make TV shows? We don't know because we don't have anything to work with. Wow. So okay,
2: we're just gonna play music for the rest of the three hours. <laughs> we all think about what yes. we just learned.
1: We yeah, it's there's a lot going on. Which
2: could which could be the reason why there could very well be, as Holly has long prognosticated, a long road ahead of us to get all of this Figured hammered out. out. Yep. So yeah. anyway,
0: all right. Okay. Well, another big story yesterday was uh, Harry and Meghan being chased all over New York City. We you know, need to talk about
2: this. How about when we come back, let's hear from the, the the mayor of New York City who said a couple of interesting things. Was it really a two-hour pursuit? We'll hear from him, and then I'll add something else that he uh, said. The Harry and Meghan thing. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. What's up? Hey, it's Stevie Boy from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. You know, for the past 165 years, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to Lake of the Woods, outdoor adventures abound. Did you know Minnesota spans more than 86,000 square miles? It's so great we get to experience a state. It's so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure. So, with so many options out there for us Minnesotans, got our friends at the Canopy Group thinking, wait a minute, Why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? Wait a second. Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who only has one company. No options, my friends. At the Canopy Group, they do it differently. They offer you more than 16 different companies for your home and auto insurance needs. They have a team of 40 professionals working for you. So as your needs change, they've got options that continue to provide you with the best coverage at the best price. You get options. That's what you deserve. And frankly, that's how you save money. Don't believe me? Check it out yourself. TheCanopyGroup.com. Hey,
0: good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment.
2: Woo! 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 Woo!
0: Wow, there's some conflicting reports, aren't there, when it comes to this Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, paparazzi, quote unquote, chase?
2: We heard this first yesterday. Uh, It kind of broke when we were on the show. TMZ put out a report. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's camp said that they were in a relentless pursuit, lasting over two hours, resulted in multiple near collisions involving other drivers on the road, pedestrians, and two NYPD officers. Sources say that their photographers, the paparazzi, were driving on the sidewalk, running red lights and driving the wrong way on one-way streets why don't we first hear from new york city mayor eric edwards held a press conference and called the paparazzi reckless and irresponsible here's uh the mayor of new york city
0: this is a densely populated city i think all of us i don't think there's many of us who don't recall how uh, his mom died and it would be horrific to lose an innocent bystander during a chase like this and something to have happened uh, to them as well. So I think we have to be extremely responsible. Okay.
2: So that all makes sense, right? I mean because that's all that we thought yesterday when we heard this was you automatically think back to Princess Diana.
0: Absolutely. Yes. And you know, Harry's fear that what happened to her is going to, you know, be history repeating itself. Now, the photographers, four of them, I guess, were assigned to, you know, go to this hotel or wherever this thing was where they were honoring Meghan Markle. I think Gloria Steinem was honoring her. Um, according to them, it was their security that was driving recklessly. Um, they say there were no near collisions or near crashes. Um they said the couple was not in any immediate danger. In fact, it was their cars that were one car like turned and was blocking off an entire street. Uh, in one video, it shows their security being pulled over by the police. So the agency, the, the you know photography agency, says that they're going to conduct an investigation also. To make sure that you know their photographers weren't at fault, right? So, of now, course, the photographers are going to say that.
2: Yeah, that made that makes sense, right? Kind of a he said, she said. Of course. So we had just heard from New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who you know said it was quote a bit reckless and irresponsible for paparazzi to chase Harry and Meghan. He referenced Princess Diana's passing. Um, he did, however, express skepticism regarding the chase lasting two hours here's what they have him quoted as saying i would find it hard to believe there was a two-hour high-speed chase the mayor said yeah but if it's 10 minutes a 10-minute chase is extremely dangerous so he's saying both things at the same time hey still not cool no matter but this notion of a two-hour chase and then i was wondering um in the world of video
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind
2: all of this is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just why we haven't seen a lot of video yet yes. of all these storefront cameras. Right, exactly. And New York City has a bunch of cameras everywhere. Uh, they say that the, the royals don't want the photographer's photographs published. That would defeat the purpose of them, you know, trying to get away from them the whole time, et cetera. But yeah, it seems a little. Two hours? Are we? Are we? Are we sure? Maybe. Maybe.
0: I but, mean, but we get
2: the room to ask the question, yeah. don't we?
0: Yeah, I mean, two hours does seem a little far fetched.
2: imagine if the chase started during Holly's dirt alert at nine,
0: right now, and mm-hmm. ended
2: during Mike's dirt alert at eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels
0: that's a long time and i think part of the reason they were trying to get away they didn't want anyone to know where they were staying they were staying at a friend's apartment you know sure. and so now that cre- you know
2: yeah and then maybe they're extending it to by all right let's take the long way around the block here certainly was not could not have been a high speed chase in new not york city in new city. york no oh that you would know? have
1: just there would have been reports
2: there would have oh been, yeah you reports.
1: know because that would have endangered lots of folks not just Harry and Meghan, right, right, right. Yeah,
2: and so much of New York is just slow. It's, it's just traffic. very slow It's, it's, very, it's
0: very condensed. We're walking
2: here. I'm yeah. walking in.
0: <laughs> anyway, so apparently the Royals have not, or or Meghan and Harry have not heard from the Royals. Like nobody from their family. This is another headline today. Nobody from the family has reached out.
2: Not even King Sausage Fingers?
0: I don't Aww. think so.
2: Now he referenced himself as sausage fingers, so that's the only reason I said that. <laughs> no I know. He said it first about himself. So, <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> I just felt like it was okay. I'm not finger shaming him. <laughs> I don't like my fingers. I wouldn't they're not full sausage, but they're not beautiful hands like we spent about a half hour talking about beautiful hands yesterday. Oh
0: yeah, because the thumbs, murderers' thumbs.
2: Started with Megan Fox's thumbs that some people are saying are murderer's thumbs because the, the, the space between your thumb knuckle and the tip of your thumb, if it's shorter, that shows that you have a shorter temper, a shorter fuse. Okay. And uh, But Megan said, I am not in fact a, a murderer.
1: Glad we could confirm that on the record.
2: <laughs> Listen, if if no other shows in the world are going to do it, then we'll commit a little time to exactly. it. And then we started talking about beautiful nail beds, the whole oh,
0: thing. Oh yeah, 945 we'll talk teeth. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna cover we're gonna cover the whole space limbs we'll get it all covered this we week Don't that it? weird mole
1: that's behind your ear
2: the mo- turns out it's a tick oh no gotta be careful check for ticks everybody just your daily reminder to check for ticks
1: thanks steve
0: i mean
2: i've had so many people continue to message me telling me where they found their tick just some lady crawling it up her crawling up her neck yesterday another woman reached out and said listen i'm in my 50s i've seen more ticks in the last 2 days than i've seen in my first 50 years on the planet oh my god it's a really bad season yeah so. it
0: is oh my gosh I have you checked yourself yet steve today
2: no i haven't done oh, a okay. thorough check but okay. i'll start
0: okay <laughs> bye I nipple
2: don't... or a tick who knows
0: oh when we come back some celebrity names we're still mispronouncing and you won't find no welcome one. back Donna and Steve on my talk one oh seven one, everything entertainment. Appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget, coming up at ten thirty, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Did I close the gap a little yesterday?
2: Yes, you did. Remember you dominated me. It was eighties oh, yeah. music. Shut out. You crushed me for nothing. We went into the tiebreaker just for kicks and giggles. You destroyed me. And then at eleven thirty yesterday. I returned, serve, and destroyed you in uh, whose voice is it anyway.
0: Yeah, you were good.
2: It was equally embarrassing for both of us. So we'll see what happens today. We do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, as D-Bone said, at 10.30. at uh, 11.30 today. Throwback Thursday, music trivia. Oh, okay, Very, great. Morocco
1: tomorrow. Yes. can I use this opportunity? Please, yes.
2: it'll help remind us
1: <laughs> to set our alarms. Yes, I Please. did. I just set an alarm. Yes. Oh, good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because on Jason and Alexis in the morning, we're kicking off a new segment at eight thirty in the morning, and Donna and Steve are our inaugural guests.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Lucky us. Very. You know what? Thank you so much. Oh. for being a part of that. Please. And what we're I, doing We is, felt obligated. It, you know, I mean, I feel like maybe mm, management might have said something. Oh. Yeah. Uh. I walked
2: out of the room last week. Donna, you weren't here. It was Monday. I walked out. I'm just like walking, going to do something on the computer, and then they're all there. And now it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. We're ready to rock and roll.
1: That's right. What's on is the weekly trivia face-off. Powered by Trivia Mafia. They're providing the questions. It's Jason and Alexis versus Donna and Steve. We're kicking it off this week. Now, we do know the theme ahead of time. I like that. 90s pop culture trivia. Mm, It's going to be mostly Steve then. But you could do a little
2: studying tonight too, Donna. I'm not going to study.
0: No, that's not fair.
2: No, no, no. It is fair. We've announced it uh, ahead of time so that you can do with that information what you will. Mm. <laughs> she's she's hiding behind the, it's not fair. She just doesn't want to do, do it.
1: <laughs> you Thank you, Donna, for your it diplomacy. <laughs> yes. But this okay. is going to be happening 8.30 in the morning. Weekly trivia face-off every Friday, powered by Trivia Mafia. So 90s pop culture trivia with Donna and Steve. It's going to be happening tomorrow morning. It'll be may,
2: fun. May I ask one last question? Is there anything up for grabs? Or is this a pride battle right this is a battle just for personal show pride
1: yes okay personal show pride we're gonna have rotating guests every week fun so we'll see how jason and alexis do versus the various guests i think jason Mm -hmm.
0: and alexis tomorrow will do
1: really well because
0: aren't they both didn't they both kind of come up in the 90s kind of jason's got a lot of 80s knowledge yeah sure. sure But, yeah, you see, I start to get lost in the '90s.
1: But Donna, we already went over some '90s pop culture trivia earlier in the show. Remember Kindergarten Cop? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're oh. right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. okay, released in 1990.
2: TGIF. Okay. Oh, Steve. remember the ABC programming? TGIF mm-hmm. Friday nights. That's, right. That's right. That's right. Step by step, oh. Cody.
0: Oh. oh, see, now you're losing me. Now you're losing me.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. You remember how awesome Cody was on <laughs> Step by Step? He played the dopey cousin, Donna, but like he was just like super chill. Hey, Dana Burger, what's up? And then every now and again, someone would be threatened and Cody would be like, Hey, bro, don't talk like that to her. And then the guy would be like, Oh yeah, punk, what are you going to do? And he's like, Ah, don't try me, man. And then he would go from super laid back surf guy to opening up a can of whoopee right there on a Friday night. It was. It was wow. sweet.
0: I'm glad you're on my team.
2: Yeah. Well, I <laughs> hope there's a very, very specific character question on Step by Step. We'll All have right. to
1: see tomorrow morning.
0: Yay. Right, that's
2: okay. 8.30 tomorrow. Make
0: yes. sure you tune in, everybody. In the meantime, apparently we're still mispronouncing some celebrities' names. Steve, I haven't looked at this list. Okay, good. Maybe you want to give us a quiz in if you're able
2: I think I'm able. I, it'll take a little finagling here, so stay with me. But uh, these are celebrity names that we might still be mispronouncing. I will say on this show, we have gone to school on a few different names, and we have committed, often jokingly, to calling celebrities by the appropriate pronunciation of their names. But let us begin with the, uh, the it, with the actor who is known for all right, all right, all right. Okay, Say, say his name, Donna.
0: Matthew McConaughey.
2: Now you, my friend, are absolutely right. And oh, I, wanna, I wanna pop it up for you. Yeah, ding, ding. Do one. you know the mistake that many people make? I don't. Many people call him Matthew McConaughey. Oh. And it's a hey. Hey. Hey, yeah, I mean, it feels <laughs> okay. like it makes sense with Matthew. Okay. Good so to Matthew know. McConaughey. This one we all learned this past awards season oh. when this best actor informed us how to pronounce his name.
0: Best actor. Oh, boy. Whale. Oh, right. You are talking about... Um, oh, my God. Tell me his first name real quick. Brendan. Brendan Fraser.
2: Fraser like razor is right, Donna.
1: more. Big money. It is not,
2: not Fraser. It's spelled F-R-A-S-E-R. Got
0: it. Fraser, like rise up lights.
2: There we go.
1: Not <laughs> tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Nice <laughs> like Fraser.
2: Mm-hmm. How about, I'm going to spell, uh, her last name is Newton. I'm going to spell her first name. T-H-A-N-D-I-W-E.
0: Candy Newton.
2: Donna, you're three for three. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> A lot of people have been uh, mis- Pronouncing her name or misspelling her name, some people have done a Thandi Newton. It is uh, technically. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Donnie. You're you're not right. Sorry, <gasps> oh, I jumped the oh, gun. Is it Thandi?
1: It's no. isn't it Way?
2: It's Way.
1: Whoa! Yeah. Oh, All right, sorry. take a point away. Uh, okay, but back you supplies.
0: supplies.
2: People Hand miss. They misspell her name T H A N D I E, whereas it is T H A A N D I W. Oh no, e. kidding. So it's. Tendi,
0: Tendi, Tendi actually,
2: actually, it's technically, these are always a little difficult for me, but the the emphasis goes on the D, so it is Tendiway.
0: <gasps>
2: Tendiway that. Newton.
0: That's beautiful.
2: I bet you go the rest of your life without ever calling her that.
0: I bet you're right, because I'll never remember.
2: Um, how about the, uh, the actor Mads Mikkelsen? Familiar with the name, maybe?
0: Mads Mikkelsen.
2: Mads Mikkelsen. Nope. I'm just going to help you with this one then. The D, his first name spelled M-A-D-S. The D in his first name is actually silent. So Mads Mickelson should actually be pronounced Mass Mickelson. And that just doesn't make any sense. Okay. Why are you okay. going to put a silent D in the middle of a four-letter word? You're going to put it in there and then say don't pronounce it?
0: I <laughs> know. That's not really... Normally a silent letter.
2: I think you know this one. We've talked about this on the show before, but it's an, it's an easy one to slip the mind. Steve? Donna?
0: Steve? No, is it Steve?
2: It is not Steve. <laughs> okay. Last name is Ronan. I will spell this actress's first name. S-A-O-I-R-S-E. That's the actress's first name. Her last name is Ronan. Pronounce her first name. Saoirse? Close. Sersha, 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 like inertia. Okay, but it's spelled C'or C oh, or yeah. C. Irish, yeah. It's
1: like the name Siobhan. Oh, you know how do you spell isn't Siobhan? Isn't it S-I-O-B-H-A-N? Oh, right. oh. Yes. Oh. oh boy, that one threw me for a wow. loop forever.
0: Damn, that's a hard one. Totally
2: now. I'll give you an easy one, and then we're going to get a hard one that we've not known. Here's one we do know, and Donna, educate the class. Um, Steve, last name? Buscemi. Steve has actually been known to pronounce his name Buscemi. Oh. But the proper Italian pronunciation, if you want to honor your people, Donna.
0: Buscemi.
2: Is actually Buscemi. Oh. Steve Buscemi, it's on me. What do you oh. Okay. So I feel like the internet told us it was Steve Buscemi. Yep. A couple years ago. And now they're switching it to Buscemi or I, Buscemi.
0: I feel like I've also heard him introduced that way on a talk show, Buscemi. Sure. Uh, I think he'll forgive us. Jake Jillenhall
2: is how most people pronounce it, but it's Swedish. Yeah. So it should be pronounced Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake says, quote, the only two places it's pronounced correctly is in Sweden and in Ikea.
1: Get those meatballs, <laughs> honey.
2: Get them. And then they look at his credit card and they're like, oh, Mr. Jillenhall.
1: Uh,
0: okay, that's interesting. I-, I did not know that for sure.
2: Will you honor him and call him Jake Yillenhall?
0: No, because everyone will call me a D-bag. An idiot. It's like yes. calling a, a croissant a croissant. Right.
2: How do you guys feel about uh, when somebody orders bruschetta, but they say
0: bruschetta? Uh I'm fine with it. If of that's course the... you are,
2: pirogue. Pierogi. Oh, God.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen, Kabasi.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, <laughs> Donna. But when I say Kabasi instead of kielbasa, I sound like a man of the people. When you say pirog instead of pierogi, you sound like a snoot. (laughs) Snooty snooty. I got
0: to tell you, if I said pierogi back home, everyone would look at me and be like,
1: what's wrong with you? Well, they'd kick you out of the house. Yes.
2: Likewise, if I said to my mom, if I said to my mom on New Year's Eve, when she always makes a staple, if I said, mom, are you preparing kiel balsa? Right. She would smack me with a spatula. Exactly. (laughs) One time, right across the cheek. All
0: right, what else we got? Let's...
2: uh, Let's end with maybe our favorite one. Let me ask Holly, because Don, I know you know this. Okay. Do you know the cor- correct pronunciation for Timothy Chalamet?
0: Oh, I hate this
1: one. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is how he is known here in America and on award shows. However, it is, uh, is technically it... French. His name.
1: Well, then it wouldn't wouldn't it be like Timothée Chalamet?
2: Very close, T- Timo Timote. Timo Tei. Oh, My
1: God! So if you want to be saying that, if
2: you want to be your obnoxious friend, then uh, you could do that. Also, uh, um, I'm just gonna call see. him
1: Tim Chalamet.
2: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> just to turn him off, he'd just walk the other direction. Yeah. Um, also, Stephen Yoon from uh, Beef. Okay. He apparently says. He told Conan back in 2016 that everyone had been pronouncing his name wrong. It's it's Yun Yun, not Yoon. Stephen Yoon. It's spelled Y-E-U-N. So we go. Oh, Stephen Yoon. It's Stephen Yun. Yun. And I know this because I had two babysitters growing up. One's name was Hun. The other Young. Oh, what I'm cultured.
0: <laughs> uh, also, Kirsten Dunst, not Kirsten. Kirsten. And Charlize Theron,
2: right? Charlize, yes, Theron Charlize like Karen. Charlize Theron. Theron like Karen. Yeah.
1: Well, Karen would be Theron.
2: It's Theron like Karen. What are you talking about? What?
1: What if your name was Karen Theron?
2: Karen Theron. <laughs> there you go. It's,
0: yeah, okay. I'm just going to let it go.
2: Because you're wrong, you think?
0: Well, Karen and Theron are not the same. Like Theron, that's not how you pronounce her name. It's Theron
2: no but charlie said it's theron like karen yeah she doesn't know what she's talking about you can't say that you're tearing down women it's 2023 Uh, sorry i
0: blew up uh hey we got to take a break but when we come back okay let's talk about next body part up
2: how about we do teeth talk and tiktok i love it we'll do it all together uh the very famous celebrity that people are commenting on his teeth Mm. and there is a state that banned TikTok, everybody, like actually in real life. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you where is it coming here. That next, when we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk.
0: It's Donna and Steve here to talk about TRIA Orthopedics.
2: We get it. Life can be busy. Mm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by TRIA. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care.
0: Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to TRIA for shoulder injuries.
2: Yep. I went to TRIA when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out?
0: Oh, no. Uh, You never mentioned it a thousand times.
2: It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me.
0: Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What
2: I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA it's
0: us Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment thank you for listening we appreciate you you're love our you. best friend
2: love you guys close to you physically mm. not like that just like we want to hang out with you again we'll see you at the state fair this yeah, year we think it's go. happening yeah. in August yes yeah. we'll wave saved it
0: <laughs> not exactly
2: hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh
1: Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and
0: party tonight.
2: Uh,
0: what should we start with here?
2: Let's start with
0: uh, TikTok,
2: and then we'll go to Teeth Talk. <laughs>
0: okay. So uh, apparently, it's uh, Montana just became the first date. To fully ban TikTok. This happened yesterday. It is set to go into effect on January 1st, but TikTok plans to challenge it in court. The um, lawmakers passed the bill last month and then it was signed into law yesterday by Republican Governor Greg Gianforte.
2: Gianforte. Gianforte. gianforte no gianforte no gianforte. no gianforte okay. yes
0: gianforte anyway he tweeted uh that he did it to protect montanans personal and private data from the chinese communist party
2: wow there tiktok you
0: go. is a chinese app um you know and they're not the only ones worried about it the u.s and canada both banned tiktok on government devices earlier this year if you recall And most states now have their own bans like that in place as well. But Montana is the first to fully ban it. So it won't even be allowed on personal devices. Now, people who do use it won't face penalties. It just bans distribution. So companies like Apple and Google can't offer it on on their app stores.
2: Which I believe means if you already have it, then do your whip and do your nay because it is there to oh, stay. Stay.
1: 2016 is back in wow. action.
2: Thank you very much, Holly. Uh, but you won't be able to newly do- download it to your phone like it's supposed to be removed from the Google Play Store from the uh, from the Apple iTunes Store as well. And they okay. say like they could find Google and Apple ten grand per violation.
0: Okay, but taking it off the App Store, you can't like specifically if they take it off the app store then it's not available for any of us well
1: this is why the ACLU and this is why this is going to be challenged in court so this isn't said and done just yet I mean this is going to be challenged and we've got some conversations that are going to be happening
2: Donna they how they could do that though to your question is um, there's a geolocation aspect ah, to this. Ah, right. So they don't have to remove it from the store, from everybody. But for instance, um, there are like there is a gambling app, for instance, in Pennsylvania, where playing online poker is legal. You can download that app there. If you went to a different state, let's say Minnesota, and wanted to download that app or even access it, it won't let you the question is would they block access to people who already have it mm. it sounds like this isn't the clearest write-up that we have of it but it sounds like there's room for that because if you ban it now just from a download perspective then 80 percent of the people who are ever going to get it already have it anyway however if they do in fact enforce a geolocation, we know that you're in this state and you cannot access it anymore which, to Holly's point, would bring up some different sort of accessibility and privacy mm. issues and mm-hmm. censorship and all that kind of stuff. Um, then that could muddy the waters. So maybe retract what I said about the whip and the nay nay <laughs> for multiple reasons. <laughs> I, don't keep I guess the
1: whip and the nay nay. That was like fun. That.
2: Yeah, it was fun because it, it was easy enough for for people to do it. You know, there wasn't the whip. Wasn't it like you were driving a car? Like, watch me whip. Yeah, and then like Nene was, yeah, that was an easy one. It was, you know, can, can boring suburban people pull it off?
1: Minimal choreography required.
2: There it is. That's what I like. <laughs>
1: me too. Very much the so.
2: Electric slide. I want step-by-step. Everybody else is sick of the cha-cha at weddings. I'm not. They're giving us directions, guys. Right. Left right. foot
0: in. It's like the hokey <laughs> pokey. Hokey pokey. You know? Oh, that's what it's all about. Who knew?
2: Uh
0: Anyway... Now we have to talk about Johnny Depp. Um, I kind of feel bad for the guy. Like, when you start talking about someone's physical appearance in a negative way, it's like, oh, ouch. Here's the deal. He obviously was at the Cannes Film Festival, and, you know, he got the standing ovation. And But then people are writing on social media like... Here's one. Let me just read one that's not as mean. Wait, I lost it. Please hold. It says, why do I have to see close-up pics of Johnny Depp's teeth against my will? Another person said, Johnny Depp looks like someone just grabbed his teeth and painted them black. Another person, seeing that pic of Johnny Depp's teeth just ruined my mood. That's enough Twitter for me. Um... I will say this: I do want my movie stars to be glamorous. He is Holly. What is his latest? Um, you know, when I'm talking about ad campaign for oh for Dior, Dior. Dior. So, yeah. I mean, that is a high end brand. And uh, are you seeing the picture? Oh yeah, I see it. I
2: think I, I think I can diagnose this.
0: I think it's smoking.
2: It's. I think it's smoking. Mm-hmm. It's well, smoker's teeth, long-term. But there yeah. there are some very significant stains on it. And it is a little bit surprising this day and age, because in the land of Niptuck, Tuck, you could get Crest White Strips and stay ahead of a problem 100%. like that. hundred
1: percent. You don't even need to be in the land of it, Niptuck. Tuck. You just go down to the drugstore.
2: Yeah, I got some upstairs. You could also get veneers if you felt so compelled. I've never really noticed these teeth before. I
0: kind of have. I have, but he doesn't smile a lot like that, like full teeth smile. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he just needs to go to the dentist. Go to the dentist, get a you know cleaning, what? get Listen, a whitening treatment, floss. Remember when I had brownie? Yeah, you had brownie.
2: And then I went to the dentist after multiple years of not getting my teeth clean, and they popped that sucker right off. She said, we're going to find out if it's dead in this very cleaning and then she stopped polishing my teeth, and she said, "I've got good news."
0: It was a popcorn
1: kernel, essentially. <laughs> you named it Orville Redenbacher. And
2: she said, "Guess what? Brownie lives." Aww. So Brownie yeah, Brownie
0: survived. That's. Amazing. I should reach
2: out to John. Oh, you guys know Miss Johnny, but I've interviewed him, so I should reach out to JD and just even I could even send him a strip kit, some of my white strips. <laughs> Drop something.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm just surprised that a movie star of that caliber. I hear you. Is allowing, you, you know, your image is everything. I hope it's not painful for him. Mm. Me too. I hope those aren't cavities. Oh boy.
2: They. They.
0: It's significant.
2: It's significant. Yeah, if you're thinking like we're just sort of. Doing an in depth dive on a little yellowing. No, no, that's not. It's you know, there's like some streaks of stain, and I do think this is very much a smoker thing. And um and that's I think why we all pray for Johnny today. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers. Johnny Depp's teeth. He doesn't care. He's like whatever. Who cares? Yeah, he's anti Hollywood right now
0: anyway. Uh huh. Yeah. Fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, I just questioned you know, the powers that be at Dior, aren't they, isn't anybody saying anything? Like, no,
2: you know why? Because it's not like this happened in the last week. This has probably been what his teeth are, and the internet just got newly enamored with it. But when he did the Sauvage commercial when he was out in the wilderness in the mesa and running his fingers through dirt, maybe it was the dirt. I think his teeth probably look the same. And they were just like, whatever. That's usually what people are not looking at. And even in this wider shot, I'm looking at a wide shot of him. Mm-hmm. If that was the only one I saw, I wouldn't stop and think anything. It's only when you do a tight shot of his teeth that you start to go pretend dentist.
0: Yeah, let's zoom out a little then. Thank you. All right, Holly's got to go. She's got to go cry in the bathroom. <laughs> Bye, Holly. Bye, Holly. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll okay. come back with a dirt alert from Mike the Zamboni, and then we'll have a little music news to share with you, too. All coming up next.